between games, supporting community sport. Proudly brought to you by Gibsport. Hello and welcome everyone to the latest edition of Between Games. As always, I'm joined in the Between Games studio by Dave Roberts. Welcome, Dave. G'day, Chris. It's great to be back again and uh, another exciting show on our hands. It is. And on today's show, we're going to be talking planning. Can you tell us who our guests may be? That's right, Chris. We've got Anthony Bow joining us today as well as one of our staff members, Gene. Which will be good. He'll be talking about what Gipsport can do. But failing to plan is planning to fail is a quote that comes to mind. Uh, is this quote on the money or can, or is this an area clubs should do better? In? Look, I think it's uh, the quote's on the money. I think clubs need to do better in this in this sort of area. Uh, I think it's really important that uh, we sit down every year and, and have a bit of a planning session and know where the club's heading and make sure everyone's on the same page. To tell us more about that, we're joined now in the studio by Anthony Bowd from Vicksport. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you for having me. No worries, Anthony. To start with, can you tell us a bit about what your role is at Vicksports and uh, what you do down there? Okay, so uh, Vicksport, we're the peak organisation for sporting bodies in Victoria. So organisations like Cricket Victoria, Basketball Victoria, all those state sporting associations are members of us. Uh, and then my role there is uh, manager of strategic projects uh, and what I do is work with sporting organisations to try and help roll out um, various um, projects that they're doing um, so it might be at perhaps a large level so some of those larger organisations but then also working with some of um, some local clubs and saying that planning that can happen at a, at a large organisation can also happen at a local club level. I've also been doing some work with Gibsport at the moment on developing their strategic plan. You mentioned clubs and planning, tell us why um, they should plan ahead. There's a couple of reasons um, why sporting clubs should plan and I think any organisation really needs to think about how it plans, whether it be a business that, that you work at um, but particularly with sporting organisations I think that historically what can happen is that sporting clubs can get into a mode of operation so they always keep doing the same things and, and lots of sporting clubs get bothered without ever having had some kind of strategic planning um, which, which is okay, um, you can keep sort of doing, um, doing what you're doing but if clubs want to start doing things a bit differently and start getting some bigger projects on the go, things like they might be looking at upgrading facilities, introducing new teams, reinvigorating their junior sport program, um, putting in place programs for people with disabilities and inclusion and those types of things. Clubs need to start thinking about that and planning for it and that takes a longer time frame of you know two and three years to start thinking about what we need to do um, as a club to sort of get to that point in time. So... Um, that's why it's important to, 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 to try and do things differently than, than what you're currently doing now. Um, and then a couple of other reasons might be, particularly with um, when clubs are looking at doing fundraising, grants, uh, applying for facility upgrades, what you're demonstrating by having a strategic plan in place to council, to, to, to stakeholders, to your members and, and to people that want to get involved in your club is that you're proactive and that you're thinking about what you're doing and where you're going. So, so in terms of that, Anthony, what should we put in a, if we were a club and we we're starting out? What should we put in a, a strategic plan? Um, I think community clubs need to be careful about um, how much they put into their plan. Um, I suppose historically, I've seen some clubs that try and do these really big, detailed, sort of fifty-page strategic plans, which um, 
really might be too much for a community club. Um, I'm, my thinking is that you re really need to look at three or four major things that, 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 that your club might focus on in the next two or three years, which is going to then lead to significant significant change um, for your club. So um, my, my advice would be don't put too much in there. Try and keep it simple, but try and focus on those two, two or three really important things that, that, that you want to do differently than what you're doing now and how you want to get there. What would be some of the processes to, to gain that information um, from the clubs? I think some of the problems that some clubs have is that one person goes off and says, I'm going to, um, to develop the strategic plan and they spend all their time locked in a room and they come up with this large complex document and they bring it back to the committee and, and the committee says, well, this looks great. Um, but what that hasn't done is achieve buy-in from the committee and the members so that everyone actually owns the plan, knows where it's going and um, what, what it needs to involve. So um, in terms of the process of doing it, I, I think, first of all, a committee needs to set time um, aside purely for planning. I, I think a lot of committee meetings are about the operations of the club and what they're doing. I think a club needs to set a specific um, time frame, um, usually perhaps not at the start of the year when, when, when clubs are busy trying to get organised on getting things on the ground and, um, and, and getting organised um, for, for a busy year, perhaps mid-year when things are settling down a bit or um, even towards the end of the year after your AGM when a new committee starts in, that, that committee needs to sit around and, and, and take a fairly rigorous uh, look at themselves and a fairly honest look at themselves as a club and say, OK, what, what do we do well as a club? So... Um, standing process might be to look at your what we call a SWOT analysis. So that would be your strengths and weaknesses, which is an internal look at what the club does really well, being our strengths. What are things we perhaps don't do so well, being weaknesses, and they're, they're things that we might need to work on as a club down the track. What are the opportunities facing the club? So these are the external things that, that the club looks at. Opportunities that we can say, right, OK, um, perhaps we might want to look at doing a facility upgrade, perhaps we might want to um, introduce a second or a third team or uh, ramp up our junior program, those kinds of things are opportunities. And then threats um, being, okay, what, what might impact us negatively? Um, is there any issues with our facility, whether we might lose it? Is, 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 there, is there another club close by it's that, that's really um, got a strong junior program that's taking our, thing, you know, our juniors? Once you start looking at all of those, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, that starts to give you a framework for what we might need to do strategically in the next couple of years um, to try and address all those factors. So the main thing is to um, for, the, for the committee to have a really robust discussion, for people around that committee table to be accepting of everyone's ideas, because everyone, when you're doing a strategic plan, has a different view of where the club needs to go. Um, but you need to achieve some kind of consensus amongst the committee about where the club wants to go. I think once you've, once you've generated those ideas, you then need to go to your members and say, this is what we're thinking about doing. Um, and then once you inform your members and bring your members along for the ride, and that, that might be things like putting out little summaries of what you're trying to do, or even this is what we're thinking, um, please provide us your feedback. I think once you get that process in place where the committee's on board, you've informed your members, everyone knows where, where we're trying to go and what you're trying to do, that's a really effective strategic plan. It's distinct from somebody sitting uh, in a room by themselves and producing a document that ends up staying in the bottom drawer of your um, desk for the rest, of the rest of the years. At Clubland, some clubs get external organisations to do their plans. Most often these plans sit on a shelf. How can clubs make sure that their plan is at the forefront and not forgotten? Um, I think it's, it's perhaps making time each year as, as part of your um, calendar of, of committee events. So uh, I'd say generally after an AGM of, of keeping in front of mind is, is always planning to have 
a, um, a strategic planning type of session through the year. I think then during your each of your um, committee meetings, having an agenda item about strategy. So if you are looking at perhaps doing a um, facility upgrade and that's in, identified in your strategic plan, once you've gone through all of your general committee items of day-to-day um, -day operations, perhaps spend a bit of time on your agenda, okay, where are we at in relation to our strategic um, goal of getting a facility upgrade? Have we gone and done a feasibility study? Have we engaged with council? Those kinds of things. So keeping in front of mind, I think, is to uh, is to plan for it annually as a committee, and then in your minutes and your agenda to to, to test some kind of strategy item there. I guess, um, Anthony, with those long-term um, vision, head, I guess it um, also gives the opportunity for sponsorship and grants and things like that if you've got a vision for where you want to be in the future. Yeah, I think certainly um, demonstrating to um, stakeholders, so members, council, people that, that you're applying um, for grants from, want to be able to see that the club is being proactive, that the things that, that, that you're requesting in your grant application have actually been identified in your strategic plan. So that demonstrates for everyone that here's a committee that is um, that, that, that knows what it's doing and where it's going. This is part of some kind of long-term deal that we've got going here. We talked about SSAs earlier. Mm -hmm. um, is it important to, at a local level, um, try and align your planning with um, the State Sporting Association's mm -hmm. planning? Yeah, it's a good point. I think you'll find that most State Sporting Associations will have on their website a strategic plan. And so if clubs aren't really sure about what kind of format it can take or the types of things that, that, that you might include there, it's really worthwhile going to have a look at um, what a large organisation has done within your sport or even um, other clubs within your sport might have strategic plans available. Most of them now have them on their website. So you can go and have a look there. I'm certainly trying to align what you do with what your peak bodies are um, is a really effective way of then demonstrating. So let's take cricket, for example. Um, cricket at the moment have got their facility guidelines um, and facility upgrade grants going on. If you want to apply for some decent type of money there, it's really worthwhile trying, using the type of language which, which is in Cricket Victoria's strategic plan and then putting those types of things into your plan so, so you, everyone's talking the same kind of language. And Anthony, in terms of um, having a look at some examples of strategic planning, um, and I guess action plans to that extent as well, is there a place that clubs can go to have a look at those? Yeah, well, look, I think certainly the, the Club Help um, website, which um, people can access through the Gibbs Sport website, um, if you go into there, um, my understanding is that there's some, there's some good strategic plan resources and information in there. Um, most times, with with information at our fingertips, you, you can you can do a, a sort of um, a search on your search engines and and then come up with some kind of strategic planning. Um, but certainly, I would encourage everyone to firstly to go to the club help website um, to then perhaps go to your sport and, and and your sport. I know that the AFL, for example, their AFL community website has some good strategic planning um, information. Uh, and otherwise, if you can't get anything from there. Um, just going through and having a general search. There's there's that much strategic planning information around out there. You can generally find something which is going to talk to your club and to your circumstance. Excellent. Well, we thank you very much for popping in today to discuss planning. We, uh, I'm sure all the listeners out there will gain some good knowledge and uh, thanks again for, for popping in and on Between Games. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. Thanks for having me down. I'd encourage anyone that's looking to do a strategic plan to get in touch with the crew at Gibbs Sport or, and through Club Help and uh, I'm sure someone will be there to help you out and good luck with it all. Thanks very much, Anthony. Thank you. Joining us now from our Inverloch office is Jean Perini, our program coordinator for Gibbs Sport who looks after South Gippsland and Bass Coast. Welcome to Between Games, Jean. 
Thanks, Chris. Um, how you going, Dave? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Um, tell us a little bit about... We've just been obviously talking with Anthony about planning. Can you tell us how Gipsport might be able to help some of the clubs around that area? Yeah, so firstly, uh, it was great to hear Anthony and his insights in, in why clubs should plan. Uh, I think he um, articulated it really well. So Gipsport, can, um, we're funded by um, Sport Rep Victoria through the Regional Sport Program to assist any sporting clubs with club development. So it's a case of if any clubs want assistance with their planning, they can um, get in contact with us at Gipsport and we've got a program coordinator in each area across Gippsland that could work one-to-one with the club. What's the best way Gipsport can assist clubs and offer support? Yeah, well, if, if it's um, one-to-one, I mean, Anthony promoted the, uh, the website Club Help. Well, you know, on there, there are some templates around strategic planning. But certainly I'd say if a club wanted, you know, that support to go through those templates, we a program coordinator could uh, be involved at the committee level to go through uh, that, that sort of planning and discussion on, on how uh, you consult with your committee and your members. Uh, from, from time to time, we have workshops on, on planning, so, you know, always look out for that. But I'd, I'd probably really promote that clubs can contact us directly and get that uh, one-to-one support on their terms and, you know, around the timeframes that they they um, they want. And the best way of contacting us, Gina? Yeah, so get on the Gipsport website, um, www.gipsport.com.au. And as I said, we've got a program coordinator in each area. We've got Jackie in East Gippsland, Dawn in uh, the Wellington Shire, uh, Chris, who, who we know really well through this program, at Latrobe and Bulbul Shires. And um, as you mentioned earlier, um, I cover the South Gippsland and West Coast regions. So clubs out there, get a get a hold of all the uh, Gipsport stuff to come out and help you on planning. Gene, thanks for joining us on Between Games and we'll talk to you in future episodes. No problem. Thanks, guys. Well, Dave, that wraps up another show. Thanks for your contribution and a big thank you to our guest, Anthony Bowd from Vicksport, Gipsport's Gene Perini. We hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to catching up with you on the next edition of Between Games. For more information on Between Games, visit www.gipsport.com.au. Between Games is supported by Vic Health and the Department of Health and Human Services. Gipsport, supporting community sport.